The following podcast contains spoilers. Yes, we're talking spoilers, folks. So, listeners, you've been warned. If you don't want anything ruined about the newest movies that have just recently come out, then maybe wait until you've seen it, then come back. That being said, enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Che- uh, check one, <laughs> check two. Check, check Check three. Hey, <laughs> can you guys, can you hear us? Is, is this thing working? <laughs> guys, well, we're back. Welcome, episode nine. Welcome back, everyone, to episode Ooh. nine of Armchair Reviews. My name is Chris. And my name is James. And this week, guess what, James? What, Chris? We checked out a hot ticket, Atomic Blonde. Boom. <laughs> yeah, gunshots, cool things, explosions. Hot ladies kicking ass and taking names. That's what this is all about. And taking each other. And taking... Oh, good. <laughs> good. Good call. Yeah, no, good movie. What a hot scene. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. that's hot. All right, all right, guys, let's get right into this here. We have Atomic Blonde. It is Charlize Theron's, uh, pretty much her coming out party, other than Mad Max, for a female just ass kicker. Total ass kicker. She uh, she was in Mad Max Fury Road with Tom Hardy, and that was supposed to be about Mad Max. That movie was all Furiosa. She yep. fucking nailed it. And they're like, hey, we want more. And she went on record saying that that opened the door for her to do some more roles like this. And she's on the right track with this one. She definitely kicks some ass, uh, chips some teeth while doing it. Yeah, she kicks a lot of ass. <laughs> she actually, uh, in a couple of her fight scenes, she she said she either chipped or broke two or three of her teeth. Good. <laughs> <laughs> get, Fuck it, that's rude. Get invested in the movie. <laughs> yeah. If you're making all this money off of it, I want to see some chipped teeth, some blood. She At least she's it. doing her own stunts. Ah, uh, yeah, most well. Like not falling know, down staircase okay, and stuff like that. Majority of them, right? I think I mean, so. Obviously, she's doing some sense. She's getting her fucking teeth knocked out. <coughs> yeah, it's yeah, better. for sure. Guarantee you, like <laughs> majority of female actresses wouldn't be doing. Do you not for a fact? He's pulling that side of your ass. <laughs> no, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Allegedly. <laughs> Let me Fair Google enough. it. Yeah. So allegedly, Google says. <laughs> so uh, this movie was directed by David Leach. Uh, now he doesn't really have any solo director credits other than this movie but that being said he was an uncredited or a co-director of big surprise here john wick Ooh, i now, wonder what the <laughs> correlation between the two movies are go figure right we're gonna get to that and uh and also but next big project for this mr man david leach he's directing deadpool 2 so he's got some big shoes to fill for the follow-up for that movie with Ryan Reynolds. Absolutely, he does. But I think that'll be good. Um, be. Also featuring, uh, co-starring with Charlize Theron in this one is <laughs> is always lovable. I always really like this guy, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, good first name, good, good initials, good, <laughs> yeah. really strong initials. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? <laughs> yeah, he, good guy, uh, James. He's always good. He's always Professor good. X. Professor he, he nails X. it. He's actually uh, he's a bit of a, a nutcase in this one, but he's a good dude. It, uh, yeah, it suits him. It's really... You got uh, always strong John Goodman. John Goodman, That yeah. voice, though. Playing a classic John Goodman character. He's a side character, but he, he does what he needs to do. And then also uh, we have the mummy herself, Sophia Boutella. God damn. She plays a, uh, a French uh, naive operative for the French intelligence. What's her name? Dolphine? Uh, Delphine, Delphine blah, 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 French. Something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not French. Oh, uh, Lizzie will hate that. <laughs> and also, uh, Shelley Theron, she actually helped produce this movie and uh, and for the training for this as well. She was really invested in this movie. 
uh, for her training, she was also training, training with Keanu Reeves while he was doing John Wick 2 or in prep for John Wick 2. Obviously, a lot of inspiration is coming from that movie. They saw, like, hey, all we need is a good ass kicking movie. You have a protagonist going a shit kicking spree. Yeah. And people, guess what? They respond to that. And you don't need to make it for a lot of dollars. No. Doesn't need to have some crazy storyline. No. I mean, like, Just you killed my dog. Fuck you. I'm killing your yeah. entire life. Absolutely. 90% of people would feel that way. Now, unfortunately, let's get into the plot of this one. This one, uh, it's not as cut and dry as that one. No, they... They kind of convolute the plot here. They definitely convolute the plot. They do a lot. This is this movie's set in 1988, 89? Right it's right a week f- or ten days before the fall of the Berlin, Berlin Wall. Yeah. So you have East versus West, and the West is the, are the good guys, right? Yes. Yeah, East, East are the bad is, guys. East yeah. is kind of... So what we have here, there's a mysterious quote-unquote list that an operative has stolen. It, has, it contains all of the names of the double agents working within the Soviets. So if that list gets out, all those agents are fucked. So enter Lorraine Broughton, who is Charlize Theron. Yep. She's a MI6 operative. Or is she? <laughs> oh! Spoiler, hey. she's not. Oh! She, uh, and she, they get her to go into East Berlin, right? It's yes. East Berlin, yeah. East Berlin to recover that list from actually a fallen lover of hers. Uh, was his name Gascoin? Gascoin. Gascoin. Who uh, who gets killed in the opening scene? It's actually pretty. It's a good chase. He's you don't know what the fuck's going on, but then he's he's getting chased in a house coat. He has his fancy watch on, and then out of nowhere he just gets fucked by a car. <laughs> yeah, he gets smashed up. <laughs> That's that, I really like that scene. That yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> he gets shot in the dome and dumped in the river. Yeah. What a way to go, right? Good guy, James. It's a spy Gascoigne. game for you. Yeah, don't don't be a spy, kids. It's not not a not a job for longevity. <laughs> no, and as Sophia Botelli will tell you, I mean, it's it's not. Oh, damn, she did it for a year. Be a rock star yeah. or be a poet. Poet, yeah. You know, look Definitely what happens. Be a poet. Look what happens. So Shirley Theron, uh, we'll just call her that. That I mean, Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah, we're gonna call her Lorraine. <laughs> sure. So James, she, go for it. Uh, what the hell? Did we just say the guy's name was Discoin. Uh, Gascoin. Gascoin. James Gascoin. Was that his full name? James Gascoin? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. call him Jim, Jimmy, James. <laughs> okay. His actual character name is James. In the movie, they refer to him uh, as Jimmy or Jim when the guy kills him. I guess. Yeah, calls him Jimmy. One time. Anyhow, on irrelevant. Long. He, they were kind of lovers, Lorraine and I mean, She had her picture with him, so they were, they they were definitely... smashed. They showed them smashing. Not flashback. really. I mean, yeah, they're under the covers. They were and it was cutie. And they and were okay. They're making love then. It's more <laughs> passionate you. than just smashing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's our levels we got. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, so she's emotionally invested in this as well. Going into the bit, case, but she's cold. She's she, no. She's playing it that way because she has to. She feels yeah, or else she's not going to get sent on the job. Okay. Yeah, duh, she's a spy. She's yeah, not just going to be it. like, yeah, I love this dude. We smashed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we had worked together and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, we worked together in Istanbul. Her contact in, in East Berlin, she's going to meet up with, is James McAvoy, who is, what's his name again? Um, Percival. David Percival. Percival. David Percival. And she gets picked up. All of a sudden, action. She's made up right off the bat. Like, By the what? KGB. And, but that's a fucking dope scene, though. That, that, <laughs> she knows it's happening already, and Instantly she takes off know her stiletto. It's bad as soon as she's getting picked up, though. <laughs> she takes off her stiletto and just fucking <laughs> starts hammering her stiletto into this guy's neck, chest, 
stomach, his arm. She smashed that guy up real good. Kicks with the, the shit fucking out of him. stiletto. Holds on to the seatbelt and they get fucking have a crash. And that's yeah. where she meets David Percival because he's chasing her in a portion stuff. That scene was dope. That's a good introduction a good to scene. his character too. Yeah. And he's he's loosey goosey and I think a scene before that you see him like partying when they're inter- in, in inter- when they say him in the yeah. it's kind of cut a little weird because you have the flash well you have the current day where uh, Lorraine's getting interrogated or a debriefing from the CIA and her MI6 handler and then with the interrogation room yeah. you have the the, so the, the whole glass. movie is essentially her flashback which kind of it's like well obviously you know she's gonna survive which kind of takes the stakes out of it for her yeah for her oh yeah for her for sure because especially in the end when all the shit's going down yeah so i mean that i wasn't a huge fan of that because her her wounds that are are still there she still looks like she's taking a shit kicking so all you're wondering it's like okay so how she how'd she get that but she still survives how'd she get her ass kicked so it kind of takes the, the look like the mystery out of it a little bit anyway she she's on this hunt for this list and there's a there's a hearing of this double agent called satchel who's working for the kgb who's actually an mi6 agent yeah. and she's sent there to get the list and dispatch of satchel and there's a bunch of he said she said espionage bullshit of you know you have the cia you have the mi6 you have the french intelligence you have the kgb and it it this movie is good i did enjoy this movie but I think it thinks it's smarter than it actually is. Yeah, it didn't need to do a couple of the the twists and turny kind of what they, what they're trying they, to do. Yeah, they weren't even. Yeah, like the twists weren't as effective as they should have been. No, it, it got it was kind of getting a little heavy, and from from my perspective at least, this movie was just under two hours, and if I felt every minute of it, it felt long. Other than the action scenes, the action we, scenes. Awesome. I, I really like yeah. this action scene. But when we left the theater yesterday, we even said, wow, it was an hour and 40-something minutes. Could have been a half hour shorter. Oh, I, I would take a good 20 minutes off. And just it would be 10 times more effective. You also have that other character, uh, um, Eddie Marsan, who plays Spyglass. He's like a, a Stasi informant or something. He's memorized the list because he's seen it. and He's just some kind of German genius. Is he, is he working for the KGB and he's trying to... I don't know. What the fuck does Stasi mean? I guess we should look Oh, that's before. the Russians. It's Russian, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. He's trying to get his family out and he's yeah. using that, that information as like leverage to get him out. To leverage to get him out. And so he's stuck in East Germany. East, yeah. That's right. Yeah, which is like being ruled by the Stasis. By, well, the Soviets, I guess? I have no idea. Yeah, the Russians. The, Ru- the Russians, yeah. I guess, yeah. And, he, yeah, he, so he's, uh, Percival is trying to smuggle him over uh, to the West, and that's kind of what's happening when Char- uh, Lorraine shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, because he's, I mean, even though he, Percival doesn't have the list at the moment, so he's using um, uh, Spyglass to you like he's he's protecting him for now yeah until he can get the list until and then and then he gets a list somehow because he he knows where where it's gonna get picked up at Bakhtin the the fuckhead that uh, killed KGB uh, gas coin popped fucking gas coin in the fucking dome dome, in the fucking dome (laughs) poor guy rip Rip. and uh, let's see I mean what else I mean what else can we say about the plot, really? It, it's just before we ruin the whole movie. Not a, not too much. 
Yeah, I mean, she's trying to get the list. He's trying to get the list. He's trying to use the list to get over to West Germany. It's all who's following who. KGB's and... trying to get the list. Uh, the Russians are also trying to get the list, even though this fucking guy that's working for them is the one who made the list. Yeah, but he's trying to sell it because he, he just went fucking rogue. He's like, I'm going to make my money. Yeah, I'm gonna make, and like the you have the watch dealer who's like a basic hub of information, I guess. Cause yeah, he'll set he sets everything up, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a. I mean, for this one, it is all over the place, and you have Sophie Butella, who's the French operative, who uh, Shelley's there and finds out. Obviously, she's getting followed by her, and there's a bit of an obsession. Or can I fucking speak properly? Today, Junior obsession between the two, more so on Sophia's part, and they enter a little bit of a relationship, which enter the hottest one of the hottest scenes. Two big name female actresses. Yeah, usually it's a bunch of nobodies doing that kind of stuff. Well, I, th- well, I, th- doing... I thought of that scene. I thought of uh, Black Swan with Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis. Yeah, but that th- that scene is sexy. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. To be honest no, with you, I wasn't like either. based on the trailers, I wasn't expecting it to be like that. That sexy. That's the best word for this movie. It is sexy, and a little bit stylish. Has some stylish to it, style to it. Uh, the, the director put a lot of thought into um, looking to the music of the time. Yeah, there's a lot of timely music cues. And a lot of um, you know throwbacks to like, there's MTV yep. um, on, the, on the telly on there. On the TV. <laughs> and, uh, and the music, is, it is good. It kind of contrasts nicely with kind of like the, it is dreary with the actual setting of Germany, East and West Germany, which is perfect for the Cold War. And and it conflicts nicely. I didn't mind that as well. And you have like the the multicolored spray paint going on when when it's doing like the title cards for where they are in the movie. Yeah, that's kind of like how they edited it in a way uh, in relation to John Wick. Is that kind of stuff popping up? And you know, like yeah, his there's stuff popping up on the John Wick screen like all the time. But uh, going back to the music, it's all the music is from that era too. It's mm-hmm. from the '80s and the '70s. <laughs> Which really, I mean, a is, lot of that I recognized unique. more so than ever since living in Yellowknife because <laughs> they play that shit all the fucking time on this on shitty... on Moose FM. Yeah. Shout out! Thanks, Tommy T. In the afternoon, bro, change your fucking playlist, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not up to those guys, but yeah, they got to figure it out there. They're, they work for them. <laughs> They're put in a bad position. Oh, I know those guys. It is a different, uh, different type of Cold War movies or Cold War movie, I should say. But uh, I mean, it it is enjoyable. I enjoyed the action, but there's too much filler in between each action action sequence. Yeah, I, I mean, it does look visceral. The the action scenes. There's one in particular towards the end in the stairwell, where where it's cut, it makes it seem like it's like a a spectacle it's like a one shot action scene where they they've done that quite a bit in like the uh, I don't know if you ever watched Marvel's Daredevil series or a Netflix Marvel Daredevil series they do a couple of those one shot takes and it's fucking awesome this one the way it's cut it makes you it tricks your mind into thinking it's a one shot but, but as soon as like a guy gets tossed in front of the camera or it looks like he's he's getting hit in the camera yeah you know it's a cut yeah and it's just edited but it, well but it is edited Phenomenally for those action scenes, and like Shelley's there, and her her character takes a shit kicking in every single one of her fights, and she's taking ice baths all the time. She's having her stovey uh, vodka on vodka the rocks all the time. She's not even phased, bro. 
She but, knocks uh, back vodka, doesn't even feel the burn. Did uh, you have a you had a complaint specifically about uh, female protagonists in this kind of role? Let's yeah, hear it. Yeah, so whip it out. My my deal here is in that specific scene that Chris is talking about when she's fighting in the stairwell. She ends up fighting eight to ten dudes. Well, she fights two guys one on one, and then she shoots a couple guys, and then there's another two that she faces. So yeah. over the fight. It's a few guys. It's at least it's, ten, it's, it's mainly at, it's mainly two on yeah, one at a time. It's at least ten guys, but the very first two guys that she's battling against, there's a lot of hand to hand combat in. Both these guys are much bigger and much stronger. They're not like big fat guys. No, they're in shape, fucking KGB agents. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You're an MI6. You're a fucking CIA, but you're fucking 120 pounds. And these guys are, like, overhand lefting you in the fucking face, cold-cocking you. You're getting hit with... I don't even know what you hit her with. A hot plate? Smashed her in the fucking face with a hot plate? Well, like, gave her a good left hook and stuff? Yeah, she's getting beat the fuck up by these guys. She would be knocked out cold. James, are you saying... Are you saying right now that she wouldn't be able to take those punches? Absolutely. How dare you? As a feminist. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) It's nothing against women, but if a dude that's fucking... A hundred pounds heavier than me, cold cocks me in the face, I'm knocked the fuck out. Fair it's enough. not a male versus female thing. <laughs> it's no. a huge size factor. It's it no, you bring up a good point, like and I mentioned and it's this not to like you. she's faster than them or like using some kind of skill that they don't have. No, they're they're just got they're she's out crazying them with her willpower. Yeah. That's what it is. It's I just mean, a it's, brawl. But is she really like she shoots that one dude and like stabs him and he's like falling down the stairs after her and like they keep well maybe that's why then maybe because because she's inflicted this much damage they're kind of loosey-goosey they're not like have the full power most of that this stuff happens before that and these are just the first two guys there's still eight more dudes granted (laughs) she shoots at least four of them without them touching her yeah but she still does fight the blonde guy. The one guy that she fucking stabbed a in key the, in his face. Yeah. <laughs> she fights him and another dude that was great. after this first battle. Like that's this the best, war. She that's has the a best war fight with scene. these first two guys. Yeah. And then, yeah, because she has like a little bit of history with this blonde guy, they put emphasis on their fight. And again, he beats the fuck out of her. And can someone, for the love of fucking God, sink in a proper rear naked choke, for Christ's no sake? Kidding. Yeah, she, like, there's no way she's getting out of that. <laughs> like, granted, she's got... Did she have a corkscrew or something? She stabbed him. Yeah. Again. Oh, and she. Well, she. She, she finally it flinged it over her shoulder, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like. But at first, he, it was stuck in his arm. And the way that he's like rear naked choking her, I don't think she's pulling that out. If he's like, you know, doing it properly, like you said. But she's our hero. Damn. You I don't know. even need to be like a, a white belt with one strike <laughs> to rear naked choke someone. Just. Figure, I mean, I guess this is before the popularity of MMA and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Dude, technically, MMA. <laughs> I mean, this was 88, 89. Yeah. MMA didn't really start until 93, dude. Hashtag pride. <laughs> pride, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, obviously, like you said, she's a hero. We already knew she was going to be alive. Yeah. Which takes a little bit of that edge off, too, because it's like, uh, she's just going to get beat up, but she's going to win. Cool. And that's Yeah, exactly, you know, but... I, I did enjoy. Still, I did, it did was enjoy an awesome seeing action scene. I did I'm enjoy not taking scene. anything away from the action scene. Yeah. I just like if you're gonna get fucking cold cocked like that, go to sleep. You can definitely see Directors. where this influence is coming from because John Wick and that in those movies too, he does take he takes a fucking shit kicking too. He gets shot and stabbed and all that good stuff. 
So <laughs> I'm, I'm finally happy we have some protagonists yeah. that are... Most of his hand-to-hand combat, though, he's not getting, like, hit. Like, she's getting hit. He takes a few blows. Like, he does. Nothing like that, But he's though. taking shots and stab wounds, for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's different. That's well, different. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Did we go over the budget yet? Uh, no, budget. Uh, yeah, so the budget was about uh, $30 million U.S., which is a pretty... pretty awesome that, that that's a i feel like for this type of movie that's all you need yeah it's not they much. probably spend more money like, on the on the music rights than uh, anything honestly yeah like it like you said we've done a few movies already and we're on our ninth podcast that are close to the 100 mil if not more 100 mil almost 200 mil you know this is a third of that yeah and that just goes to show and i think like deadpool is made for the same amount which you can see like the influence there you don't need a fuck ton of money to make a good movie no. or or have good stunts and set pieces like the set pieces in this movie were my favorite part that if i'm gonna watch this again it's gonna be for those it's not gonna be for the fucking stupid espionage plot where i get bored of easily like i i like the characters i like the actors james mcavoy even though his character's kind of a fuckhead i like james mcavoy and he had exudes that charisma but I'm not going to come back just for that. I'm going to come back for the, the shit kickery. I think I like his character better than Charlie's. You think so? Really? I do, yeah. You think he had a little bit more depth or what? Well, I mean, yeah. Because really, she's she, more exciting. She's a little bit more, I mean, she's her, more along the line of John Wick, right? Where he doesn't, yeah. she doesn't say a whole lot. Her, she keeps things close to the chest. Her parts where she's being interviewed and then... At the end, I like better than her, like, during her flashback where she's, you know, in real time. Fair enough. I think that's what bas- that's not her doing it. I mean, that's just the character that she had. Agreed. I mean, strong, silent, blonde type. Yeah, but just based on the way, like, the story was written and how, uh, you know, they made the movie, I do like James McAvoy's character probably the best. I just like it because... It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't his character. It was honestly for me. It it's wasn't him. his character. It was him. Yeah. Ah, fuck. He's man. wild. I he's really got, enjoy he's got him. That like, he's got the crazy face, man. Like you know, people have like rape face, and, like, <laughs> stuff like that. He's got that crazy face. He's got the eyes. <laughs> he does. He's just drinking. Yeah. He's just chugging Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels like the entire the time. time. Yeah, it doesn't give a fuck. He's always. Like, I love Berlin. I love Berlin. Boom. He's always doing some crazy shit. He's yeah, he's wild. He's cool. He was he's good. a fun time. He's a guy I'd party with. Yeah, at least once. Right? He just yeah. <laughs> that character or James McAvoy or both? both. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like James McAvoy would be less killy though. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> he obviously, won't, he yeah. won't set you on fire in that shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. So we did else? Budget thirty mil. Oh yeah, what was what uh, they get in? Uh, they got um, the so I checked a couple oh, was things. It a weekend? Are we even a weekend? Yeah, they got the weekend opening. So but what we're I, a week it was tomorrow? about twenty million domestically, I think. And let's see, worldwide, I've, I looked it up. It says it's about twenty-seven million after the first weekend. So that, I mean, it was only going against the Emoji Movie and Dunkirk. Speaking of the Emoji Movie. Oh fuck yeah! So <laughs> we, say it up, yeah. <laughs> so when we left the movie last night, there was probably only twenty of us in there. Yeah, the last. Anyhow, there was a few kids, and they were leaving just in front of us or just behind us or whatever. And one of the kids, it was just silent, and he's just like, "Well, should have went and saw the emoji movie instead." <laughs> <laughs> and that so was I knew it. where their allegiance like, lied. Yeah, like these kids, they did they, not like that movie. Yeah, they're pretty. 
Right. Probably dumb. They didn't. They that's didn't get I'm, it, bro. That's what I'm saying. They're, they didn't get it. They're like 13, 14, 15. They don't understand a triple agent. Okay. And they probably just weren't paying enough attention. What satchel? I don't get what spyglass is. They're probably just sitting on their. Where phones. are them dank memes? Hella dank, mate. <laughs> Fuck <sighs> yeah. I did like that review. Like, I mean, it was kind of hinting towards that Charlie's was the the satchel the entire time. Like, they're pil- they're building up to be Percival, but if you've ever seen any tw- any type of movie ever, especially, <laughs> especially a, spy a spy movie, movie you it's know not it's a fucking the guy that they want. It's a you to red herring. It's like a red it's fucking herring. You know, it's it's too easy when he's meeting with KGB and he's, you know, I mean, he's done some shady shit, but it's too easy. I mean, you, you know, like, so Charlie's there and ends up being like. Oh, she's she's the one that double crosses Percival when he's trying to double cross her, and Sophie Patel is in the middle of it, and she gets, she gets fucked by Percival she and gets killed. like killed, not actually fucked. Really? Shelley's does that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Shelley's Theron, she's an MI6 operative. Well, she's a who's CIA a, agent. A, a, I'm getting there. You gotta start with. Shut just, the fuck up! But you're getting. I got it, James. People, I got dude. it. No, I got it. I got it. She, prepare to be she, confused. She's. It, yeah, well, this is the movie. She's introduced <laughs> as an MI6 agent. Correct. She's working there, kicking ass, taking names, and then... Ish. And then, wait, what is this? Is she... Oh, my God, she might be fucking Satchel? She's working for KGB, bro? God damn. Holy shit. And then, whoop-de-fucking-do, turns out, nope, she's not that bad at all. She's actually CI motherfucking A. CIA. And she was working with John Goodman the entire time, even though she called Ooh. him a... Cocksucker. What'd you say? Cocksucker. So so they had to pretend like they obviously didn't know know each other. So she's a one, two, three triple agent. Yeah. She's she's You knew it was something like that. I mean you you know like why else would you bring John Goodman in to be that dude unless he's part of the twist? Yeah. 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 The one actual good twist, which I mean that was good. I wasn't. Ex- I, I I would have expected her to be Satchel, the KGB and stuff. But, but I'm glad they did the be, extra mile and yeah, did the triple. That's the thing that kind of surprised us both is that we didn't expect her to be CIA, but we were like, yeah, this it was cool. right there for us to fucking see. Why didn't we see it? Because we were, we were focused on, so entwined in what we yeah. We wanted to see the list. <laughs> we wanted to see the list so they could confirm our every assumption of the movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, what else? I was gonna say something else here with that. Uh, also everyone in the MI6 is like the last to know anything oh yeah like the dude that's interviewing her is a fucking idiot he's dumb he's well he works in from a desk for Christ's sake oh so you killed Percival she's like well yeah and then she's doing the tapes up and stuff like that that was dope I love that that was good stuff yeah but I mean like this is after all the events he should already know everything that has happened and they're just getting her Statement debriefing, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Like, nothing's gonna come of it. And like, dude, but, yeah, that, how, how point is he li- like? It's like this fucking dude was just born and they shoved him in the room to ask her questions about something apparently he doesn't know anything about. Like, dude, well, she there. was she, he was her handler prior to that, sending her off to East Berlin, though, right? So she, you think he would have known, yeah, but he sucks. But also, yeah, the two higher ups from the MI6 they didn't know a CIA operative was entrenched in their program, yeah. I had a heart like her uh, British accent could probably do a little oh, work. Like I said, I was reading up earlier, yeah. and they were they brought that up too, which made me laugh because they're like her British accent was awful. It, He's like no one, 
like nobody, no British person would ever fall for that. And they're like, yeah. let alone a fucking British spy. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to be able to read people and whatnot. And they're like, well, that's what I said atrocious. to you, too. Like, after the thing, like, oh, her, her accent could have done a little bit of work. And, could like, have done a lot of work. I mean, ugh. It wasn't good. No, I mean, there are certain things, like, some of her, her when she was not American, that was towards the end, but when she was she's actually American British. For like three minutes. When she was British, and, like, well, she sounds like American. I mean, she was born in Africa, South Africa. Yeah. But, like, she sounds. American and some of the things, and then other words like she says can't, she says I uh, can't, she overdoes it, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not well done. That's probably what I bet you she had more lines, and they're like, Yeah, you suck so bad at this. So, they're like, <laughs> cut this line. She's cut a this good line, actress, though. Like, we're, we're no, nitpicking, she's, she's obviously. Not a good voice actress. Mm, well, for accents, I guess, but for this, it, it was not the greatest. I had a little bit of nitpickiness with that. I, I took me out of it a little bit, yeah. and that's what it kind of like. But I guess it's fine. I mean, all in all, it's a small thing. It's a, it's a small it's a small bother. Or whatever. Yeah. We're just trying to point out. Something. We're trying to critique it. That's what we yeah. do here at Armchair Reviews. We're trying to cr- we critique. Yeah, critique. I'd really like for one day, like one of the like directors or producers, to hear what we have to say and then reply to us. You know what I mean? And then go tell us to kindly fuck ourselves because we yeah. don't know what the fuck we're doing. Maybe not, but maybe they're also <laughs> like, "Wow, that's we're so far into this." <laughs> hey, you know what, man, James, you made a good point there. You know what? I'm going to take that into account for my next multi-million-dollar studio movie. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, but kindly jump off a bridge and fuck yourself. Um, so that I think that was that's it for Atomic Blonde. To be honest with you, I mean, on a scale from one to ten, I'm I'm slinging this one around a six, six and a half. Uh, the plot could have been better. It, it, it made me lose traction a little bit. I get what they're going for. They try to do a little bit too much. Uh, just stick to the ass kicking. Just stick to the ass kicking. That's all we need. Just be like, okay, get a list, do th- get it, and then there's some double crossing, and then kick someone's fucking teeth in. Yeah. Blow some heads off. You do probably some- completely cut out Sophia Patella, which is a shame. Yeah, she's great. But they could probably cut her out of the whole movie. She didn't need to be there. Yeah, I mean, you right. need to have that emotional connection where she gets killed and all of a sudden, like, oh, fuck you, Percival. Like, but then I just guess. make that connection stronger with fucking Jimmy, fucking dude that gets shot in the face at the start of the movie. I mean, that's your that's your your tipping off point though, too. So I mean, whatever. But yeah, I feel the same way. I'd probably high fives to low six for a female John Wick. If they tried to just sell it as a spy movie, I'd probably say six and a half to high sixes. Yeah, you know, in my it, opinion. again, it was. I'm gonna come back for the action sequences, not for the stupid fucking plot and like the the stupid double crossings that they're trying to pull off, but they didn't quite execute it properly. The twists that aren't twists. I wasn't kind of feeling it as a whole, as a colder. It, it had a different take. Don't get me wrong. I liked what they're going off of because since this is based off of a graphic novel, I think it's a British graphic novel in 2012. I think called The Coldest Day and that was its working title or it was going to be called The Coldest Day similar plot where they're trying to discover a list or find a list or something like that but like what it's based off of I like the style of it I like the sexiness of it, it brings that that kind of James Bondy-esque-ness to it mixed with John Wick I like where it was heading and where it could have gone if it just took itself like a step back and just made it a little bit more simple and like not not because we're fucking dumb or anything like that, but it's because they do too much and it's losing my interest. I mean, look at John Wick. You you, you kicked my dog. 
and I'm going to come kill you for it. And it was awesome. Yeah, super straightforward. Done. My wife's dead. You stole my car, you killed my dog. Fuck you, I'm going to kill you. I'm killing everybody Beautiful. in the world. And they do so well with that because they don't they don't tell you anything. They just show you as the plot goes on. And I, I did actually a review when I was doing my, my good old-fashioned blog. Uh, I did a review of John John Wick Two, which I I talked about this, where like they they only they show you this world as he discovers it, as he comes across it, and yeah. that's what he could have done more with this. But nitpicky, it's all good. I mean, it's not the worst movie, it's not the best movie, it's just a movie. I enjoyed I enjoyed it now after after that I got out of the theater. Not too sure if I liked it or not. A uh, couple things we talked about, but. It wasn't terrible. I, I the fight scenes were what made it for me. That was good. Do you think they'll go anywhere with it? I don't know if you Sequels. can. I don't know if you can. I mean, I know Charlie Theron for sure has a has a future. I mean, she's yeah. early forties now, but she has a future in doing more roles like this, where she's kicking ass and taking names, like for sure, like like a whole like Keanu Reeves like Renaissance type thing, where she can get in these roles and just fuck shit up. Yeah, I'm down. I, you got, you got my money. I'm gonna see you because. She's a great actress, Academy Award winner. She's a dime piece, and she can kick ass, take names for sure. I'm gonna see it. That's what brought me to this movie. So yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know if, I'm, well, if they made a sequel, I'd probably see it for again more of the same thing, the action, but not for the plot. I'd be more aware of what I'd be getting myself into based off Absolutely. what I've seen rather than trailers honey dicking you into thinking it's gonna be a full blown John Wick female. Yeah. So, which it's not. Well, which it, well, it tries to be, but it kind of falls short a little bit. And it is like ten minutes of John Wickiness. Oh, there's, give it a little more credit than that. There's probably what. There's a good car chase. There's a theater scene. There's the you know the, the stairwell scene, which ends up in the room scene, and you know the umbrella that was cool. Like the whole like oh pop it up and you can't so sniper. Like Twenty five minutes of John Wickiness. Okay, thank you. That's a little bit better. <laughs> But it was sold on the John Wickiness. Yeah. It, it did. It did. So it's a fraction of the movie. It's it a spy felt, movie. It felt long, man. It did feel long. That's like, my gripe. Like we said, they could have just, just trimmed the fat. Yeah. That's all. Um, so that's it for the, this week, I guess. Atomic Blondes, that's a wrap. Would we recommend it to people? Uh, again, I don't know if I'd recommend it for theater. I, I'd probably say... It's a tough one. But I mean, if there's nothing else... I mean, if you're living in Yellowknife, listen to this, go see it. Because guess what, guys? You're we got for nothing. nothing for a couple weeks here. You got Dunkirk emoji movie and then Atomic Blonde. Go see Atomic Blonde. And Dunkirk is great. Dunkirk is great. Don't see the emoji movie. Fuck you. What do you, what do you think? What do you think I'm going to do? What do you guys do? Which leads me to my next point. Next week, guys, there's nothing new in theaters. We James and I, we both thought we were going to get the Dark Tower. Stephen you, King's Dark Tower. You know why we thought that, Chris? Why is that? Uh, because our theater advertised it. I mean, they had two posters. Huge Heavily. posters. Yep. Everywhere. Um... And, uh, yeah, no, they're not getting it. Cool. What the fuck? Uh, excuse me, James, while I go fuck myself. Because yeah. that theater just pulled a fast one on us. Thanks, guys. Let's not get a... Uh, God damn. Let's not get the Stephen King movie. Let's get the Emoji movie. I'll see myself. They need a kid's movie, I guess. They need, uh, three screens, man. Dunkirk's the story of our, <laughs> story of our lives here they're, in Armchair ed- Reviews. They're educating people. So, yeah, we don't know what the hell we're going to do next week. I'm thinking it's going to be a, uh, a home theater special again. Yep. But we'll Hopefully. figure that out when we get that there. Um, we'll tweet it out. We'll blast it. We'll hashtag it. We'll hashtag it. Why not? We'll hashtag you. Maybe if you guys have ideas, shoot it to us. 
Here's my Twitter. I'm at Christoph Godden on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at Christopher Gods. James, what you at? I am at Makai J44. No. 14. Four. One four. God damn it. Get your shit together. <laughs> at Makai J14 for Twitter. That's right. And for Instagram, I'm at Makai J91. There it is. Okay. <laughs> we got there eventually. And our show email, you can get to us at uh, ohmygodinaudio at gmail.com. Share us, like us, review us. Review us reviewing those movies. Let yeah. us know what you think. Let Reach us out know. to us. Uh, yeah, find us on Facebook. Um, just want to say a thank you to everyone that has. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Listen, share us. Comment who has liked our stuff. And guess what? Who's we figured out the love. We figured out the audio, yeah, baby. It's gonna sound it sounds so beautiful much now. better. I hope you guys it's like we're enjoy in a studio, our voices. But we're not. I hope you feel like <laughs> we're just speaking directly into your ear. It's so intimate. Very intimate. Whisper you sweet nothings. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Alright, guys, until next week for episode ten. Yes, we're in the double motherfucking digits now. Ooh, God damn that's we'll catch you good. next week. Bye bye. Bye guys. Cheers.